People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free rolled food. It's protein-packed with less risk of food sensitivity. Blog Talk Radio.
Eastern Pacific Standard Time on Wednesday, September 17, 2014, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wachter. Now, just to quickly explain uh, what Boy Crazy Radio is, well, in a nutshell, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show where I serve as, like, the big sister you never even knew you needed or wanted, and I can, you know, I can play the part of your, your, uh, your new best friend or your longtime best friend. Whatever it is you need, that's the void I'm filling for you tonight. At least that's how I make myself available to you. And you can decide if you want to call in or not. And if you do, the telephone number is area code 646-378-0649. You can call in using uh, your smartphone. Why not? There was just a new iOS 8 update. And if you've done that, you probably totally want to be on your phone and see what the fuck that's all about and uh, whatever. Anyway, and also since nobody calls anymore, this is like some exciting old-timey relic of an experience that you can have on a Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or anytime between 9 and 10 or 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sometimes I do a two-hour show. Sometimes I only do a one-hour show. That's neither here nor there. The point is I've given you the number. I'm going to do that again, 646-378-0649. You can call in using Skype. And if you're too much of a pussy to call in or whatever, I don't mean to fucking, uh, you know, I don't, I don't mean to make, make a, a puss a derogatory uh, description of someone. That sounds so fucked up. Why can't a pussy make somebody a beautiful person? It doesn't mean that, though. So I'm just going to, you know, we all know what that means. If somebody calls somebody a pussy, it's a bad thing. Sorry, we'll work on that later. That's neither here nor there. This is where we're at right now. Anyway, if you're too fucking scared, was my point, to call into the show, you can tweet me your question at I'm Boy Crazy, uh, or you can email me your question or comment or concern or rant or whatever it is you need to get off your chest. And the email address is boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. That's B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y-A-L-E-X-I at gmail.com. Yes, we've done it all. You've heard all the details. Now let's get to the fucking show. Oh, God, you guys. I do this show out of Los Angeles. I am broadcasting from the Boy Crazy Radio Studios. Um... And it's if you live in Los Angeles, you know that it's a fucking inferno. Oh, my God. It is insane. And the AC is not working because uh, I'm an adult, but, but I don't have AC as a Boy Crazy Radio headquarters slash studio or what have you. So, uh, so maybe we'll all lose. If you're, if you're listening in Los Angeles also and you don't have uh, air conditioning or you've closed all your windows and doors and whatever because and, you don't want your parents to listen, maybe we'll all lose, like, eight pounds tonight, and we'll look awesome in our high-waisted acne jeans that, we're gonna, that, we're gonna, that are going to carry us into uh, fall outfits, fall weather. Anyway, oh, God, if I pass out mid-show, I don't know who's going to take over. I don't know what's going to happen. I can actually hear my speech slow down. But maybe that's good because I'm pretty frantic and insane usually, so uh, this could be good. I might actually land information in people's brains. And uh, makes some sense. Anyway, uh, I have a lot to tell you. I'm very excited about telling you about my week and the trials and tribulations that I've experienced and the ups and downs and the fights with the guy that I'm dating. And uh, I went to fucking Oakland. Lots of stuff happened. But first, I'm going to get to our first call tonight because the whole point of the show is to talk to you guys and uh, maybe make things better in somebody's life. Anyway, okay, I'm taking the first call. Area code 760 Who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? 
My name is Chloe. I love Hello, it. can you hear me? Yes, I love, my favorite name oh, okay. is Chloe. Uh, Chloe, I'm 25 in San Francisco. What's happening with you? Well, I just got out of a really long-term relationship, eight years, and the guy basically said, oh, I don't feel like being in a relationship anymore. I don't want to worry about you. And I was like, that's messed up, but I don't want to worry about you either if you feel that way. And we've lived together for like five, six years now, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so I'm trying to get over this. He still lives here because it's so expensive up here. He still lives in the apartment, I mean. And he's moving, but we're just like sleeping in separate rooms. What should I do to get over it while still having him in the house? Oh, my God. I mean, I don't think you can start to get over it while he's still in the house. This is like, oh, my God. There, there's Luckily, there's always an episode of what you're going through uh, represented in Sex and the City or whatever, and there's an episode where Stephen Miranda – not to not to make you a Miranda because nobody wants to be Miranda, but whatever. Um, I don't. She's kind yeah. of okay though, but she's kind of okay. She anyways. knows what's going on. Whatever. Like she she knows what's happening. Um, she's she's a smart lady. Okay, so there's an episode where they have that kind of overlapage happening, and uh, fuck it, you can't. You got you got to get him out of there. He's got to be out of there. And you can't. Of course, you're not going to be able to get over it. Like he's right there. It all just happened. Like this is insane. Like this is an eight year relationship and. And it kind of came out of the blue, and it sounds like you don't want to be done with it, but you're done with it because he feels that way. And what do you, what what else are you supposed to do? You know. But my other my other problem is you mentioned Stephen Miranda. In the end, they get back together, and all my friends are like, "Oh, it's just been so long. You just need to take a break." I'm like, I don't really want to go through this thinking like that. Oh yeah, people well, are okay, saying. Yeah, don't don't try to be hopeful and hang on to a possibility of like getting back together in the future because then you'll just be thinking about the that you know you'll hold on to that while you're single and you'll never really have any closure because you'll always be in, like in the back of your mind being like oh no we're probably gonna get back together or like I can't really move forward and have a life and like you know be my own person because in the back of my mind well, we're probably gonna get back together so just yeah is he is he looking for a place no he is looking for a place he's probably already found a place but I don't know San Francisco okay. rental market average one bedroom is like twenty seven hundred a month. Oh my God! In San Francisco, why do people want to live in San Francisco for that amount of money? That's insane. I don't know. I but I have rent control. Anywho, basically, it's just kind of weird because I've never been on a date with anybody but him. Never kissed anybody but him. Never slept with anybody but him. So I'm kind of like excited to do all that stuff at the same time. But it's a little nerve wracking being 25 and then never having to worry about that. And now all of a sudden well, I do. Well, here's the thing. It is all those things. It is exciting. It's nerve-wracking. It's like you have no idea what's going to happen. Like you're going off in this like unknown territory, which kind of feels like out of control because you're trying to like you want to like we're girls. We want to control what's going to happen, but we can't yeah. really. Like we just can't do that. But you want to be like maybe I'll meet this kind of guy and uh, I'll probably I'll do that. like here's what just just all right. I need to do this too. Just breathe. Here's the thing. Okay, I need to guess. We need to get this bonehead. I'm sure he's lovely and you love him and, and he just needs, needs to do this for himself or whatever. You need to get him out of the house. You need to get him out of there. And then you need to stay as busy as possible. And here's why I can actually completely relate to what you're talking about right now because I have been fighting so much with my boyfriend lately that I've, you know, when you fight and when you are thinking about possibly taking a break with the guy you're dating and uh, and you just keep fighting, I, you know, you start thinking, oh, my God, 
what if we actually break up? This seems like it's going to be real this time. Oh, my God. So I've been entertaining the idea of, like, what it would be like to be single again. And so all of this stuff is, like, at the forefront of my brain, all this stuff I'm going to tell you, because I was single for many years, and I loved it. And I wasn't like, oh, God, I hate this. I need to find a boyfriend. It's annoying. Like, I was so happy being single, super content, having a blast, having adventures, making new friends, all this stuff. And uh, I only got in my relationship because, like, it was just too good. I just, I just never stopped. I just kept seeing this guy, and I was like, oh, my God, a year and a half later, I'm still seeing the same guy because it was, like, undeni- undeniable to me, I, I guess. So the idea that's of, like, really going cute. back to – Well, that's a nice thing. And you've been, you've been in a relationship for eight years. I've only been – you know, my longest relationship was five years, and now I'm in this year-and-a-half relationship. And so, like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to, to be in an eight-year relationship. Like, you, like, relationships are awesome. Like, they're fantastic. They're great. Like, now I completely value them in a whole new way, and it's really cool to be committed to someone. But what that would be like to be single again, I mean, my God, here's what I was going to do when I was writing my list for myself, preparing to be potentially single again and breaking up. You need to stay as busy as possible. Like, I, I mean, like, you should make, like, you have to make a list. And I'm always telling people to make lists. But uh, okay, make a list. You have to, like, make a few different types of lists. You have to have your daily list of things you're doing, you need to go to the store, mm-hmm. buy your groceries, hang out with your friends. Like, try to make, like, dinner plans or hangout sessions in the evening with all your like friends. Like, stay one, like, organized one, 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 day by day. Yeah, the, the, yeah like, like, here's my thing. Like, as I've been finding, like, I'm already in a long-distance relationship with a guy in a band who tours all the time. So I'm, like, kind of used to being alone. But at the same time, I feel connected to someone and I feel very rooted to someone because we're always in contact. But when we're fighting, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel alone in a whole other way. So anyway... So in the midst of me fighting with this guy, whoever he is, my future ex-husband, whatever, anyway, so in the midst of fighting with this guy, <laughs> it's like I've been trying to keep myself from like, and I've, I've, I've failed miserably, but like I've been trying to not like completely spiral and call him over and over again and text him over and over and over again to like, because he wanted space. Like we were trying to give each other space and I was yeah. incapable of doing it. But anyway, um, so in order to not go crazy and not spiral, because we're girls and we're really good at that, you have to just make plans and you have to stay as busy as possible. So I would make dinner plans with my platonic male friends because that makes me feel like a woman who's, with, you know, I like having masculine energy <laughs> around me and in a platonic way. Yeah, if you want to make out, that's totally cool. But I don't suggest like rushing out to go having, like to have sex with some new guy or to make out with some new guy because I don't think that's the healthy way to do it, even though. Yeah, I don't think that's I very think, like honest to oneself. But I think just yeah, like going it, on a date might be fine, but not like a sex date, but just like a, this is a guy that finds me attractive and is being nice to me, maybe. Well, I don't actually, know. I kind of I kind of think having like a fun, tawdry like make out with a guy you meet at a bar or something, or like a, a person you've had your eye on maybe sometime within the past eight years, that would be kind of cool. I actually think like a date, I don't know, maybe I just have heat stroke and I'm about to pass out at uh, Boy Crazy Studios or whatever, but like maybe some kind of quick make-out or some boy guy kissing you that you like or think is cute could be really fun and, and like, invigorate you and, like, make you feel sexy and be like, wow, that was just one kiss. And, like, I'm, I'm you know, and then I can, I can do that whenever I want, whoever I want. If I yeah, can just make it more like, real. I think that's what I'm going for because I'm in, like, relationship limbo. Like, it's over, but he's still there. So if I go out and keep busy and just, like, live my life like this, he was gone that might help me just, like, realize it's not, you know, moving, at least. Right now, I'm just waiting. Oh, God. Well, I will make lists. Thing. 
Okay, you've got to make lists of, like, future things. You get, here's a few lists you have to make. You have to make a list of career stuff, things you want to accomplish in your life, um, like all the things you want to get accomplished, whether, you know, you're graduating, you go to school, or you want to get this job, and you want to go, you know, all the career stuff you want to do. Then make another list of all the places you want to travel, you know, all the things, all the places yeah. you want to travel and go and see, whatever. So make that fun list. Then make a list of, like, your ideal dude. And I know all girls and self-help tapes, like, tell you to do this or whatever, but it's super fun. <laughs> you just do it. Now is, now is the time to do that. So what you want to do is, like, just write out, like, everything you want in the most, like, ideal dude, which is horrible because it actually sets us up for extreme failure and, like, puts way too many expectations on a man and then he can't. There's no way he'll meet all of them, but whatever. Because I actually read all – I made, like, eight of those lists. And I read all of them to my boyfriend the other day, and that might be why uh, one of the reasons we're, like, one of the subconscious reasons we're fighting or something, because he probably, like, just thinks I'm a total asshole because I not only read those lists, but they're, like, completely you're, insane. You're just a very creative, imaginative person, so we it's all just... Thanks, Chloe. <laughs> have, I like, ten dream to... husbands, so... Totally. I don't know I mean, how that's you know, going to happen. It, I know. It's not. But, uh, oh, God, well, I got to spritz myself with lavender water. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So you make the list of all the career things you want to get accomplished, all the places in the world you want to travel, um, all the experiences you want to have, like do you ever want to have a threesome? Uh, do you want to go bungee jumping? Do you want to go skydiving? Do you want to learn how to give an excellent blowjob? Do you want to see, do you want to, uh, you know, go to uh, climb the, t- go to the top of the Empire State Building or fuck, whatever, like make a list of all these things you want to experience. Then you got to fucking get your Netflix queue in order or your Amazon Prime uh, watch list to the brim because here's what's going on and I know I'm going on a rant but I'm like I'm doing a specialized Chloe rant can you handle this? This is special for yes, you Yes, I can, I can handle it, I want to handle it oh, Okay, here we go more, more lavender water, I'm just fucking dying I swear to God, I'm going to fit so great in my jeans after this show, okay so then, <laughs> It's like a sauna we, Like a sauna in here, okay then you're going to, you're going through all these weird phases right now, so first, first off he's still there you don't feel lonely yet, really, because he's still there. Yeah, you're in weird relationship limbo. Then he's going to pack up and move out, and then you're just going to be there wallowing in, in silence, like wallowing in the silence and the remains of what was your your relationship, and that's going to fuck it. You're going to be like, I hope you cry a lot. I mean, you should cry because that feels good and that's a relief. You're going to be gutterly sobbing, being like, what the fuck, everything I knew. You were, this guy was like the dude you had sex with and looked in your eyes and you guys had sex and like, you know, his smell and you feel comfortable around him and you had to get, you know, you know what I mean? Like now you're going to, when you're ready to go out and date, like it's a whole new thing. You're going to have to get comfortable with a whole new person. And that's, yeah, that's a deep, I feel like a one trick pony. It's a good, what do you mean? Trick, what do you mean? <laughs> well, you know, it's like you, you're in a relationship for a long time. So you like know how to like kiss them in that certain way. Like have sex with them in a certain way. You just know each other, you know. You develop like a muscle memory about it. I, I have like an eight-year muscle memory with everything. But this, like just like walking this, next to them, you know. Well, this is a cool thing though because you're gonna take everything you've learned in this relationship about like communication and what you know about men and like because they're they're pretty similar. I mean, everybody's different, but like you know, you have an extensive knowledge of of being in a relationship and you have all this stuff to draw from so that's really cool so just okay so you're gonna he's gonna move out you're gonna sob you're gonna write your list you're gonna watch a ton of movies you're gonna try not to binge eat you're gonna try not to pick at your face you're gonna try not to cut yourself keep, you're gonna hang out with your friends keep really busy 
keep keep as busy Sorry. as possible. Write all your lists. Hang out with all your friends. Make a plan every night. Just hang out with friends, and that doesn't mean getting like wasted every night. You have to be careful. Don't drink too much. But yeah. here's the second thing: when you see a cute guy or some guy looks at you or something, like just smile at him, and you are allowed to kiss him now, and you're gonna have so many fun experiences. You're gonna have makeouts. You're gonna like meet guys and hopefully not get raped or roofied and you're going to put your gate rape nail polish on and you're going to go out to a bar and <laughs> dip my finger in a lot of different drinks. Exactly. And then you just have to, like, have protected sex, try not to get an STD. Uh, you have to go to the gynecologist and maybe be put on birth control. Um, and you just have to make sure so that... So many like, responsibilities. No, it's I know. true. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm going to do it. I just need to keep busy. That's the thing I need to remind myself, not just to wallow or be lonely. Not for too long, but at least. But it's okay to, like feel the loss of it and to cry and be sad and like just kind of like not talk to him or see him for a while and just kind of like yeah it's like your your arm's going to be cut off but so after you know you wallow but then you stay busy and then you have all this exciting stuff ahead of you and then really just the main thing is just focus on yourself and like getting your life to where you want it to be so uh and but really about the stds try your hardest and also when you give a new guy a blowjob make sure you look at his private, and there's light. There's like a light on, and it's not just like a candlelit <laughs> room. I swear to, I swear to God, you have to be careful because my. I don't know why my dad told me that at a, at a young age. He was like, he was like, <laughs> why did he tell me that? I swear I was not molested, but he was like, you always have to look. Well, I guess because my dad's so old, he's like in his eighties, and I guess there was crabs when he was like having sex, and he was like a total <laughs> Lothario, and. He said like back in my day, like you, we had to have the light on because I had to make sure like. You just, whatever. He told me you have to look at the person's privates to make sure they don't have some weird thing. So you no, can do that. No, that's an important thing. Like, you need to remember to do all that stuff. Like, the check. that's another list to make what you need to do. For- <laughs> what you need to do. And then you need to either go on the birth control pill or you need to buy condoms. And when you go out, you need to bring condoms with you, not because you're thinking you're going to have sex for sure or whatever, but just because if and when you do get in a situation like that, guys You're a safe, don't sensible woman. Yeah, exactly. So I hope... Some of this helped. It did help. Thank you for talking to me for a long time. For a long time. (laughs) Have a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, Chloe. Oh God. Well, yeah. So in a in a phone lines are open. Six four six three seven eight zero six four nine is the number. Six four six three seven eight zero six four nine. Anyway. So yeah, I was uh, within Chloe's phone call. I was touching on a bit of like what I was going through. So where do I even begin? Um, yeah, I am a nightmare to date, and I am extremely emotional, and I make problems out of nothing, and I've said that before on the show, and it won't be the last time I say it. Um, so I, okay, there's going to be a point. There's going to be a kernel of knowledge that I, that from, from a life lesson that I've experienced that I'll pass on to you that you probably already know, but whatever. Let me at least feel like I'm giving you a kernel of knowledge. Anyway. So what I've learned is that my games are exhausting. What I do is I, like, constantly test. And I've done this with all my boyfriends that I've been in love with. Like, I can always tell him when I'm in love because I'm, like, completely angry 24-7 with the guy that I'm dating, with the guy who I'm in love with, or, or I feel constantly disappointed and let down by the guy because, you know, I guess that's that's why we should not make lists because dudes – are just human beings. I feel so bad for guys. They have to pay for stuff. It's like they're fucked if they don't pay for the first date or, or most of the stuff. 
and then they're fucked if they do because that means they have to pay. It just sucks. Like, they're just trying to live their life, too, and, like, make money, and it's difficult, and everybody's broke. Ugh, you guys, let's just kill ourselves now. Okay, anyway, no, that's not, I do not mean that. I don't mean that. Let me just brick myself with this war mag, this vortex magnetized water. All right, so because I have daddy issues, uh, snore, nobody gives a fuck. Anyway, I do these things whenever I date a guy that I'm in love with. I test them, I get mad, or, you know, I just want to see, like, how much they love me or how much they'll put up with me, and I get off the phone. Every time I have to get off the phone, even if everything's fine, I'm like, okay, bye. Like, I get weird all of a sudden because I, I want them to be like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Like, what, what happened? Oh, I don't know. Or just bullshit like that. So I, I have a bad habit of doing that um, early on in a relationship when I start to feel comfortable slash when I'm falling in love. But at first, I'm like a dream. I'm like, oh, hey, totally, totally, okay, bye. Oh, I'm really busy. Okay, yeah, this is great. We'll see you later. I'm fun. I'll have sex in a, in a field. Um, whatever. I'm fun. So then I start to fall in love. I start turning into a delicate nightmare. And that the reason why that sucks is because it's unnecessary and it's unfair. And I have to fucking, me personally, I'm sure other girls do that too. But, like, for me, I just know that, like, I have to stop doing that. Or else I'll just do it with every single, you know, every relationship will end because every guy gets sick of that shit. But anyway, aside from that, the reason why that is exhausting is because real shit that's actually bad will will pop up that you have to deal with that, like, real life. Because real life presents to you with good things, like good surprises and bad surprises. And, like, weird things will fall into your lap where you actually have a disagreement or, like, where bad shit falls out of the, you know, from the sky or, you know, comes out of the ether and, like, some weird situation will rear its ugly head, and you're like, fuck, whoa, I did not see this shit coming. Now I've got, like, a third-party external thing entering my life, entering my relationship, and it's fucking shit up. Oh, my God, now I'm fighting about, like, a real problem, not some bullshit I created. So, like, anyway, so I've already, like, I already, like, whittled down my current boyfriend with uh, with my weird daddy issue, trauma, residual trauma behavior but he's pretty good about it because he's got his own shit you know so but he's I I feel like he must be attracted to it because I think subconsciously the guys that fall in love with me or like me a lot they are into that and I hear that from other girls too where they're like well you know they say they hate it but they love it and it's true to it I mean I don't want to say this out loud because that makes me sound like a total cunty jerk or whatever but like it's true something in them it's not just a mistake that, that you know two people find each other like two people come together because they balance each other out or because like something is familiar to them. Like that you, you know, like you remind them of their mom or something bizarre, like, like immediately, like that's why they say like people who have been molested, like will find each other in a room. Like if you're like in a college class or something, like the two people who have like both been molested will like end up sitting next to each other. I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, that's what I heard. And I'm going to pretend that that is exactly true. That is the God's honest truth. Anyway. So I do all this exhausting shit. And, uh, and then this third-party life real shit came into effect in my relationship that really fucked shit up in a major way. And, like, I'm not going to get into specifics at all whatsoever because I'm, I'm totally going to tell this vague story and, like, get the vibe across but, like, not go into the details just in case uh, my boyfriend or anybody's listening because I, I can tell a vague story but give you the, give you the feeling of it. Um, so he is – he tours a lot, and he's already a long-distance relationship. But I visited him on tour, and that's awesome because, like, I'm not really ready to move in with anybody. 
but I don't like being in a long-distance relationship. So I get this beautiful thing where I get to, like, have my space, experience the longing of the, the guy that I'm in love with, and then really value him when I see him in this exciting manner where it's, like, almost famous and, oh, my God, he's on the road and he's in a cool band. He's so great. But now, for whatever reason, like, I don't want to go visit him on tour because um, that's his work and I just don't want to go there. Um, so that's fucked us up. Like, that kind of came out of the blue where I'm I'm not visiting, visiting him on tour anymore. So anyway, so all this other stuff came up over that, and uh, it just made being in a long-distance relationship very difficult, and it's a tough thing. And it's a big deal for someone to move to L.A. for someone. Like, for me, it's a lot of pressure on me. It's difficult for him. So that's where my relationship is, like, at an impasse. And now it's, like, my ego is, like, uh, well, he has to move here, even though I don't even want him to move here yet. Like, I do, but I also understand why he can't yet. And I can also relax and trust that he will move here if I just fucking relax. But my ego pops up and all this fear pops up like, well, if he really loved me, he would move here right away. And he should just move here. Why is he doing this? He's never going to do it. So, like, anyway, that's, like, the basic overall gist of, like, some of the stuff we thought about. We're getting too specific, and I don't want to say things that he said, blah, blah, blah. But uh, so I have been thinking... So I was in Oakland the other day. <laughs> this story actually has a point, but I'm actually going to take a phone call. So we're, we're, I'm fighting with a boyfriend. I'll leave it here. I'll leave it here. Fighting with a boyfriend over text, and then I had to go to Oakland to host some African Clean Water benefit in Sonoma, and I'll tell you the rest of that in a moment. All right, I'm taking a phone call. Thank you for bearing with my rant. Uh, Area code 66, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hey, I am, my name is Sabrina. I'm going to use my real name. I am 22, going to be 23, and I'm from Los Angeles. Oh, yes, it's very exciting. Okay, wait, what did you say your name is, Romy? No, Sabrina. Oh, Sabrina. I don't know why I thought it was Romy, but maybe you should think about changing it to Romy, but whatever. I like Sabrina. Keep going. <laughs> Tell me everything. Um. All right, I want to change it quick and simple. Um, I'm dating a 20-year-old, and I'm 22, going to be 23, and he uh, he hasn't dated before. I'm like, it's quote-unquote first love, and that, like, scares me. And I've talked to them, my girlfriends, and they said, oh, first love, or, like, he's going to want to, you know, marry you, but I don't think that's going to happen. Like, marriage is too soon, but either way, like, that perspective of first boyfriend for a guy is, like, the real thing. What do you think? Uh, he's 20 years old and you're 22? Yes. Is that yes? Yeah, he is. Here's the thing. I think that you're totally thinking way too much, which don't worry, I I do that. I was just doing that like seven seconds ago, like rambling. But don't worry about it. Like don't let your girlfriends, like girls have a way of doing this, you know, girlfriends have a way of doing this to us. Like just everybody, we all want to analyze everything and be like, oh, my God. He loves you. You're his first person. Oh, my God, come on. He doesn't want to marry you. I mean, maybe he will, but, like, no. You guys are, like, just do whatever it is you're doing. I doubt either of you are, like, I doubt you guys are going to get married because I wouldn't let you because now you're my little sister in my brain. Like, I've decided you're my little sister. So, like, just don't overthink it because, yeah, so what if he, if you're his first love? That's awesome. Well, cool. I don't know. He says I'm his first love. He tells me, you know, I love you. And I say I love you. I throw it around. So, I mean, for me, it doesn't mean anything. But for him, it's, like, direct and from the heart. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. 
I don't well, know what second, else to wait, say. Wait a second. Why don't you mean it? What do you mean you don't mean it? I mean, I mean it. Like, yeah, he's cool, but it's, it's his, like, his, I think he's, he's, like, I feel like he likes me more than I like him just because I'm his, like, first girlfriend or whatever or, like, his first girl he's dated. And, like, I've well, you know what? I'm, I'm older, so I know. And, I'm like, for me, guys come and go. And for him, it's, like, oh, this, this, you're a perfect. And I'm, like, I'm not freaking out. I'm just, like, stepping back a little. Like, he's, a, he's oh. like, a little kid, you know? He's not a little, oh, my God, you're, like, a little kid. You're 22. He's only two years younger than you. That's, like, nothing. In the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. Like, here's the thing. Just be, like, respectful that he loves you. That could change at any moment. He could get weird. He could, like, another girl. It could end, or he could notice that you're backing off, or you could be rude to him or something. And, like, treasure this. Like, he he says he loves you. And, and I, I would look at, like, I would look at the fact that, you say like, oh, for you guys, come and go and all this stuff. Like, how long? How long have we been with this guy for? Um, we met like beginning of the summer. So oh like, God, okay, so like that's really three, quick. four so months, like, maybe. Three or four months. Well, like, you must. Do you give him the impression that you're in love with him? Are you like very like? Are you a very loving lover or whatever? I think I think I am. I mean, I don't. I treat him more. I I give him more affection than I would with any other guy. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, maybe I want to say because I'm, like, his first, you know, girl he's been with. That's why I'm, like, oh, I'm going to give him the full experience. It's kind of, like, you know, cheesy, but, like, I'm not going to half-ass it with him. Well, that's good. I mean, I think, I, I like, but, like, aside from that, if you weren't his first love or whatever, according to him, I mean, that's what we're talking about, like, would you... Do you like him, or would you break, would you have already broken up with him? Like, are you like idealizing this relationship because you like how you see yourself in his eyes? Like, or do you like him? Yeah. Like, you should really you should think about that. Like, you should like be like, you know, if if he's not that special to you, but you just feel like you owe him something, or you like have some kind of responsibility to him, then you know, then get out of there, or don't say I love you if you don't mean it. You know what I mean? Like, even though I know it's awkward, but. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're in a weird situation. Yeah, I get it. Seem, yeah, you seem like blase about him, and I feel bad for him. But like, just if you're if you're having fun, just be nice to him. Keep having fun, and like, don't don't think about it too much, and don't think like because I'm sure he's way tougher than you think. He, you're just making, you know what I mean? Like, I've done that with guys before, where I'm like, oh my god, he really loves me, and like, oh, like oh, but like, he he's fine. Like, he'll get over it if you don't want to be with him, and and he, he's all good. But just yeah, I don't know. Do you want to break up with him? No, I mean, I like him a lot. It's just, like, I feel like he's putting me in a pedestal, and I'm, like, the perfect girl for him. And I'm, like, no, you're going to break up with me sooner or later. You're going to move on. But he just doesn't think that. Hmm. I would say, I don't know why I want to say this, but, like, I just feel like stop trying to make it so you're, like, you think you know everything because you're only, like, two or three years older than him. Just, like, just be in it or don't be in it. But stop, like, judging him or, like, trying to be like, I know everything and blah, blah, and like, you're going to let him know how he's going to feel because you've experienced all this shit. Like, just be with him and let him be however he's going to be and let him put you on a pedestal and then just silently take yourself off that pedestal and just be nice to him in return and just, like, notice him and just see, like, what you like about him and just try to be in it. It just seems like there's so much, like, it almost feels like, I don't, I don't know if you'll take this in or how you'll take it, but, like, maybe I'm totally wrong, but, it, like, 
all the explaining of like what you think he's doing or what he's doing and like how you know all this stuff and how you guys are going to, it sounds like guarding yourselves or something, or you're like trying to put a wall up, like, and it's kind of like this detached thing of like sarcasm and just, just be more open. Maybe just, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like soften up or something or, or don't try to judge it so much or, or try to think, I mean, cause you sound, you know, just maybe, you don't know. He just loves you and that's awesome. It's just like a beautiful thing. So just keep having fun with him and like, don't try to, like, control it and, and think you know everything. Just go with it. And that's not even a mean thing okay. to you. That's just more like trying to make a better experience, you know? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm happy I called. I'm happy, I'm happy to call, too. I mean, have fun with this, too. Just keep making out. Have You know, don't get pregnant. And uh, yeah. be nice to them. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's all right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm oh, sorry. My technical difficulty here is in the studio is, like, an inferno in a... Uh, I'm going to hang up on that girl too soon. Area code uh, 323? Yeah. Uh, yeah, who's this? It's Cece from Australia. It's Cece from Australia. <laughs> Cece, what are you doing? Just so everybody knows, uh, Cece has called before. It's probably her third or fourth time calling into the show. Um, oh, God, I think the call just dropped. Well, whatever, I'll keep explaining. So CC's called a few times. Uh, one time she called was maybe earlier this year uh, or maybe last year where she was single and she was in New York and she's running around town. She's single, having a blast, um, but also wondering what it all means or something. That's, and then she called again um, because she's met a guy and she's in Australia. She's in Sydney with him. And I think she's really happy, I think. But let's catch up with her. I think this is her. Is this, is this you, CC? This is me. No, I'm not in Sydney. I'm in Melbourne. Oh wow. Okay. So cool. So what's going on? What's happening? What? What? It sounds like you're busy. Okay. No. Well, I'm not busy. Like basically. Okay. So you know me, and I'm like, you know, like been on the LA grind forever, and I really, really love this guy. He's super awesome, and um, and it's like really serious, and all this stuff, but then I feel like kind of like, oh my God, I have to make this life in another place for a little while before I can get back to LA. And I'm just like, is it cool to just go for the love thing and not like worry about your career so much? Well, here's the thing. Wait, do you know you're definitely going to come back to LA at some point or, or is he, what does he do? Or, I mean, you don't have to tell me, but is he coming back to LA? Um, like, he could like he could possibly like do shit in LA. Like he um he could open a bar in LA or like do like he works for an ad, he owns like an ad agency out here. So he could like possibly do an ad agency out in LA, but it would just be like a lot. Hmm. Here's what I think. Cause, okay. I'm also in a long distance relationship. I don't mean to throw myself into it, but here's a okay. I don't. I don't want to be in a long distance relationship. That's why I like stayed. I was supposed to come home saying. on Monday. Well, see, my thing is, oh, you are. You're coming back to LA on Monday. No, I was going to, and then I like was like, I'm staying on the love train. Like I like, it's so hard to find a good guy. I totally agree. Here's what I think. Okay. Oh, my God. I think your relationship is going to work out and mine is going to flounder. Okay, here's what, here's what I think you should do. I think you should get a commercial agency because, okay, CC does commercials. She DJs. Like, what you do, you could do anywhere. I mean, maybe you have to get a visa or something in Australia, but I feel like you could make money under the table, like, 
you can do what you do already and continue to, and continue to travel. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, well, you could do what you already do and continue to travel and book jobs other places, go do them, collect your money, have your career, which would be, you know, which is awesome, and then and then like you know live in Australia and then you could still visit America, you could still visit California and New York and go DJ and do whatever you want to do. But like, but all these things are like, like very like. They're all like very like depending on how famous you are. You know what I mean? It's kind of like how like do you want to keep change like chasing the fame game? And like my friend who's doing commercials in LA was saying that like in the month I was gone there was only one commercial. So it's like, oh. do I get off the love train? Well, I mean, like I one audition. Love, I don't think you should get off the love train for like commercial castings and stuff like that. And and uh, but and TC and I like go to commercial castings and stuff like that so I can totally relate and so anyway but we know each other in real life anyway okay so I then then if you if you love him and you want to like if you see that you could get married to this guy and you can like have a baby with this guy you could always just get a commercial agency just to make like money here and there you could do that in Australia you could do print work out there you could get a day job out there if you want you could learn how to sell houses you could do like real estate stuff like you could just like figure it out because you could still, I mean, I know it sounds horrible or whatever, but you could still chase the fame game, which isn't so horrible, while you're there. And then it opens you up to traveling, and you could sign with some kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like well, you I can mean, have I'm all I'm kind stuff. of over, like, trying to do, like, the, like, I mean, it seems like you could be, like, a big fish in a small pond here, but then it's, like, also, like, I kind of, like, am, like, a little bit of me feels like, oh, my God, I have a life. Like, why am I, like, aborting that life and just, like, whatever and like is this is this what you do like is this what girls do when they grow up no here's you know, that's what I was thinking about too because with my thing well here's my answer for you it sounds like it's harder for him to move to California or New York than it is for you to move there because like his career sounds like it's it's just like more based like solidly with his company or his office Ooh. like in Australia Wait, so he, you, like, okay, okay. Oh, well, what I was going to say was it sounds like it's it's an easier move for you because, like, one person kind of has to compromise so it doesn't become a long-distance relationship. And that's why in my relationship, my dude is, like, barely at his house, you know, and he's always on tour. And his house, he lives in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the woods. He likes it, and it's a beautiful house, and it's awesome. But, like, for me to move there would be insane because then he'd be on tour barely there anyway, and I would no longer uh-huh. have my career, and he, and he can he can base himself out of anywhere career-wise, mm-hmm. so it's like, mm-hmm. that's why I, that's why, that's why I expect him more to move to Los Angeles, because it's, it's more where does, fair. Where does he live now? He lives, like, two hours outside of Seattle, and then, but this is getting oh more my God. specific, I feel bad. You're not moving there. Yeah, so by I'm the way. not moving there, because, like, every, I'm totally not moving there, because every, because it's not a big city, it's not even a big city, and it's, like, my whole career, nothing. I, can't, I, I would have to give up my entire career to move there. And it makes no sense because he's never there, and he can be based out of anywhere because he's a touring musician, and that's what as he does for a living. So, like, anyway, but an your thing, I think, I don't think it means that, like, that's what women do, you know, when you fall in love. Like, you're so lucky you met some guy that you, you're willing to, like, that you, I, you're stopping I thinking, all. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is exciting. Like, you met some guy that you really love and, like, treats you well, and you're all excited about him, and you're, like, you you extended your trip and you're staying there like that's rare that's like that doesn't always happen and that's not what all women do some women don't even find that 
Or some women find somebody to live in their town. Like, it's always different. It's different for everybody. Here's the thing, though. If you move there, it's an awesome thing because you're going to meet a friend. You're going to make new friends. Your other, your old friends will come out and visit you maybe, probably, whatever, if they can scrounge up a ticket and fly that far, whatever. I'll visit you. I'll go out there one day. But, like, <laughs> that's, that's, but that's awesome. It's like then you're, you're having this whole new life experience. Like, life is just opened up to you where it's like potentially you could have a child with this person. He sounds really grounded. He's got a good job. He loves you. You say he's serious about the relationship, like that. Like you know, unfortunately, I know women. You know, sorry, go on. I I will like you know that I was in like a totally horrible, horrible relationship, and then yeah, but then and then it's like, but then I like read all these books and I went to therapy and then I read this book. I read two books that I would highly recommend to your audience. One is called "It's Just a Fucking." It's called "It's Just a Fucking Date." And it's by the same people who wrote He's Just Not Into You, Not Into You. And then the other book is called Broken. And, like, basically the books were, like, like coaching me through how to date. And so when I met him, like, I told him right away, I'm, like, I'm dating. And he's, like, I've never met a girl who's, like, I'm dating. And, like, this is, like, I'm dating people and I'm looking for, like, a serious relationship so I'm just like going on dates I'm not having any weird half-assed relationships and I was very clear on like what I wanted and he's like oh my god I want that too and then it's like been like really like full on because like I'm older and he's older and then the funny thing was is like because LA like no one ever wants to settle down so I kept thinking like this guy's crazy like why does he he's, he's like 34 and he's like oh my god like everyone's married and has kids like I really want to get married. I really want to like have a family. Like I feel like I have everything but the girl. And I, but then now I'm in Melbourne and like everyone is like married and has kids and like they all got married young and like, like our LA New York lifestyle is not the norm. And like finding guys who like, who actually want to like have a life and like go to the next step and like don't have like all these weird, like not until this happens or not until that happens. Like, it's like a whole new world. Oh, my God. This is a, this is the healthiest I've ever heard you. Like, aside from the fact that I already know CC in my real life, but she has called a few times. So if you listen back to previous podcasts, you can hear her calling in. And like, there's, like, based on all those calls, like, you were in a fucked up relationship, you were single, then you had met this guy, and now you're in this place and you're calling. So it's like, there's, like, this trajectory of, like, your phone calls, and it sounds like you sound so grounded, and now you're, like, searching, trying to kind of figure it all out and piece it all together, which is totally awesome, but it sounds like none of this is bad. This is, like... No, like, they're all, like, good problems. Yeah, and you you can totally have your own life. You can just be on the love train right now, but then also, while you're there, just figure out maybe what you want to do, and and if it's something completely different that you've always been thinking of, or, or you go, you know what, maybe I want to try this, or, oh, I do want to keep doing these things I've been doing, and I want to see how I can do them in Australia. But just kind of figure that out, because you're going to need to have your own life wherever you are, whether it's L.A. or New York. But it sounds like you meant like a Well, a you know what also is, like, weird is, like, because I'm not in L.A., like, all the L.A. things that I, like, could pull on a guy usually, like, where I'm like, oh, I'm going to fly here and go DJ or oh, I got to do this, or, like, I got to go to dinner with this weird, like, like, curvy agent or something, you know? Like, none of that shit's happening because I'm in, like, a completely different place and, like, completely, like, not, like, it's, like, it's, like, the most, like, reliant on a guy I've ever been, and it's, like, weird. 
Well, that scares me. That that's like, that makes me feel like you have to use this time right now to think like what you could do there if you stay. Like, cause you have to still have your life. No, no, no. I mean, but then it's like I'm. But then I think like like my not my question, but my thing is is like like because you know we are like we've been in this like for ten years we've been like in this like you know, transitory struggle. I know, like, you've, like, almost had a show on HBO or, like, you sold a show to HBO. Okay, okay. And it's, like Don't tell everybody my personal stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, Keep but going. basically, like, you've, like, like, basically, like, there's, like, we're, like, in this constant gambling situation, you know, and you're always, like, like, in the struggle of, like, Los Angeles and the dream. And then it's, like, like to like just get a real life seems not crazy but it's like just as nerve-wracking as like I don't know settling down well, I totally I totally know what you mean but like you just have to figure out what you what it is you love doing because I know that for me because if you're going to like not love me into to because I know you think I can relate and I can relate totally because we're both like I made a living doing commercials and acting stuff and like living in Los Angeles and doing all these things for so many years. But like for me, I I know that like I love writing and I love doing this podcast or I love writing my blog and I like pitching TV shows and I like acting and I plan on writing and directing a movie and like all this shit that like that I just have to like self generate and it's like I I stay at home and I like stay up till four in the morning and I write and like. And I do all this stuff, and like, because that's what I have to do, because it feels so good. Because like, that's all I know to do, and that's and that makes me feel good to do these things. And all those things, I have to either be in, you know, in LA. Well, plus my family's here. I like being here. Um, and I, but all this shit that I do, I just feel like I can't not do it because it just it's like part of me or something. Like I like, I like writing, and I like I have a whole list. I actually have like a list, this really specific list of things that I want to get accomplished in my life, and I have various times I want to do them, whether it's like writing a book and what that book would be about, and like what I want to do in my 40s and 50s and like I have like I like projects for myself and things that I want to do that I'm real specific on, but like so I don't know. So I feel like even though I am chasing a dream because I I live in Los Angeles, I still feel like really grounded in myself because I feel like. I have very personal things that I need to do and I'm really proud of myself and I like know who I am and I know what my goals are. And I like, well, I feel like I don't, for me, like my, my trajectory of my career, like, like I, um, like they keep sending me songs to write to and I'm like really shitty at writing without producers. And it's like, there's these things that I have to learn to do on my own like recording myself and like singing by myself like I hate doing that like when I had a band it's like I rehearsed with my band and that's how I did it and then like when I was songwriting it's like you songwriter producers and songwriting sessions and so like I could still do all this stuff but it's like I have to like start it feels like like um like, I'd have to, like, I know that, like, DJing isn't as important to me. Like, I know, like, there's this girl, like, Caroline Damore, and she's like, oh, my God, if I had you, like, she just is really hyped on being a DJ, and I've been doing it for, like, seven years, and it's like, yeah, it's really glamorous you get to, like, jump on planes and stuff, but, like, I don't want to be drunk on a plane. Like, I'd rather, like, <laughs> like, I'm enjoying learning how to cook. 
which is okay. like bizarre. Here's, here's, the, here's the thing. This is all good stuff, but here's, here's the thing. Use all of what's happening right now, and you're thinking about everything, and you're kind of mulling over everything and the searching. Use all of it as, like, an amazing opportunity to take you to the next phase of your life because if you just, like, sit with yourself, get a coffee in the morning. When your boyfriend leaves, just get quiet with yourself. Go out to the store. Buy a notepad, like a blank notebook and, a pen, and like, a pen. Go get a coffee and, like, don't start talking, don't start talking to other people. Write a list of shit you can do to make money. Like while you're in Australia, just to like, because you need to have an income coming in. Oh, and in by the way, mommoon.com, yeah. I'm selling diamonds still. I ship free okay, in the well, United okay. States. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take another phone call in two seconds, but I want to say that you got the, okay, write out the diamond thing, your your website, and you're making jewelry, and you, you could DJ if you wanted to, you could get a commercial agent if you want to, because you're beautiful. All these things, that's the financial stuff. Then write the list of like, okay. What else do I want to do? Like, what would do, I want to learn how to cook while I'm here? I want to go to all these places. I want to like go to this museum. Or I want to walk around town. I want to just like commit myself to this. I want to have a baby at some point. I want to get married. Like, and then also maybe there's some new kind of career thing you want to do. But like, just think about all that, and then just balance it all out and make make whatever whatever life seems most beautiful to you. Like whatever picture you paint for yourself, and go fuck. That would be awesome if I could have an agency and go DJ once a month or once every few months to make this amount of money so I feel like I'm taking care of myself and I'm making sure I, I try a new cooking thing every single day and like I'm I'm rooted and, and living in Australia with my boyfriend but I make sure to, like and I get a commercial agent while I'm here just in case just so you can have like your own little life out, out there and then who knows what else you want to do just write it down and then, and then make that happen but it's all good stuff but it's like your life is whatever you want it to be so, but you just have to like get honest with yourself and clear on a piece of paper, you know. But the like, okay, I I totally hear you, and I totally like I. But I I feel like I keep getting like the like, I've and I don't know if it's just like I feel like I'm addicted to like, like like the options or something like or like you know what I mean? Like I'm like I feel like I'm fucked up from Hollywood. Well, we all are. It's fine. I mean, even people who don't live in Hollywood are fucked up from Hollywood. They're all watching the Kardashians or they're watching, like, TMZ or whatever the fuck. Like, if you want options, okay. So are you saying that it's scary that you're that you're finding yourself in a committed relationship and you're so far away from all the people in your whole world and stuff in L.A.? Well, I just, and like, a, a part of me is, like, am I just, like, the weird girl who, like, jumped on the plane and now I'm just, like, living in his house and, like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's what girls do. Like, they fall in love and you, like, go be with your boyfriend and you, like, you cook and you fucking, like, do shit and then you, right? But then it's, like, no, no, no. You do whatever you want to do. Like, that's not going to be my life. Like, I want, well, okay, now it's turning to some girlfriend chat on the phone that guys can listen to. Whatever. I feel like this could be interesting if people are listening. I'm still going to get It is very off. interesting. This but is hold like, on, hold this on, is hold like on. for, I like, not it. the dating thing. This is, like, when you're later on in your life, and it's, like, I've dated fucking I everyone. I don't care anymore. Like, I want to be married. I want to, like, I, and I'm in love, and I'm just in love with someone who, like, wants to, like, have long-term things. Like, in fucking the world, that's, like, very rare. Two people falling in love is very rare. Oh, is it you're saying fucking the world is really rare? And I'm like, but I did that. I did that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? I thought that's a- no. Okay. Falling um, in love. Like, two people falling in love. Like, and yeah. and they're on the same like. 
Like, is it rare? Is it really box. rare? Well, I feel like there's always, like, it's like, okay, I'm not divorced. He's not divorced. There's no kids. Like, we're, like, in this right age range. We're, like, in this sweet spot. Like, there's no, like, I feel like usually someone has some, like, kids or, like, the next wife or, like, like especially okay. when you're older. I totally get what you're saying. You know what? For a moment, I felt that way, too, about my boyfriend. I was like, I want to live together, and I want to be committed. And for the first time in my life, I, I was like, with the guy that I'm dating, I was like, uh, or I am like. Um, I, I, what was happening I, in New York when I saw you? Wait, hold on. We're on the phone. I'm doing a fucking show, and I, like, we're on the phone for such a long time. I've got to take another phone call. But I'll, that's personal. This is like we're doing an actual thing. <laughs> this is like people are listening. I know, but... But this is helpful to the people in the world. Hi, world. This is, like, what happens when you turn in your 30s. Okay, hold on. All I'm saying is um, don't don't say that that's what women do and stuff because that's, like, you can do anything you want to do. And don't feel guilty about it. Like, you're putting these labels on it. Like, but that's what women do, right? Because, like, part of you is, like, this feels weird. I feel like I'm getting up myself. Here's what I'll say. If you want to be with him and you want to live with him and you want to live in Australia – Awesome. Then that's what makes you happy. I do think. And then you don't have to say, like, that's what women do, right? No, if that's what you want to do, that's awesome, and people do that. Yeah, but it's it's different for everybody. But here's the thing that's so important. Just so you take pressure off him so he doesn't start to resent you and you start to, so you don't start to feel like you're losing yourself, you do have to, like, stay as busy as possible and get a bit of a life out there and, like, try to make money or do something. Just so it looks like you're doing that just because a few more – you know what I mean? Like, that's important because, like, a few months will go by and they'll be like, oh, like she's still hanging around here. And you'll be like, oh, God, like, you have to you have to just, like, do that now so you'll, you'll keep your relationship safe and, like, because you have to remain your own person because that's so sexy. So, like, make sure you have your own shit going on. And, uh, and for a moment, I was thinking the same thing you were, where I was like, oh, my God, I've dated everybody. I've had sex with everybody. Um, I mean, that's not true, but kind of. And, like, I'm in a relationship. We haven't had sex with family. everybody. Well, and I and I love being in a relationship, and I love being monogamous, and it's so great. And I got really insulted by the fact that, like, that's so rare for me. I never feel that way. And the fact that, like, I'm willing to be committed to the guy that I'm dating beyond our fighting. Like, like I'm I'm willing to be like I'm yours, and we'll we can live in this bubble where we have great times, but also if we fight, I'm not going to try to run. Like I say that I I want to break up sometimes, but I really don't. And that's a really rare thing for me because it's like. For the first time, I'm, like, committed to the idea of, like, absolute commitment, like, the idea of mm-hmm. marriage and all that stuff, but, but, but like, a step below marriage, because I'm not ready to get married yet, but I'm, like, but I'm, like, committed to this, like, intense idea of, like, that you're my guy, like, this is it, like, I am yours, and the fact that, like, he is not, like, like, seeing that and, like, realizing that it's, like, it matters to me for him to be, like, at least talking about moving to Los Angeles in a more real way or, like, actually, like, figuring it out, like, makes me go, oh, it really hurt my ego and was really annoying for me because I just felt like, wow, I'm, uh, that's, I want to be with somebody who's just as, like, into it as I am or something, but that's I will say that, I will say that in the books and stuff, it, like, it, if you're to the audience and whatever, like, in the books it was saying, like, don't have these, like, be very clear what your intentions are, like, when you go on a date, you say, if some guy goes, hey, I want to hang out with you. You go, I hang out with my friends. Do you want to go on a date with me? And then you just, like, are very clear, like, what you're looking for. And so then you can be dating all these guys. It doesn't mean you're fucking all of them. You're just going on dates. And 
and then like the guy who's like I want the same thing you want and they're like on that trajectory you're gonna um be on because you don't want to waste oh. your time with people who, uh, no, I who get, are I, just like I totally, I totally get that and that's no I've been messing for a year and a half we both I'm I'm the most clear communicative person ever like we're both this is a serious thing but I don't want to talk about my thing anymore I just wanted to say like Stay busy. It's okay that you're in Australia. Be with your dudes. Don't freak out about chasing the dream in Los Angeles, but, like, make sure you, like, know who you are and what you want to do, at least even while you're in Australia. And, like, Quick make question. sure you don't forget. Are there a lot of castings right now? Uh, uh, there have been, I feel like. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like there have been. But this is, like, I'll text you that stuff or I'll tell you on Facebook. But I, I'm, like, I'm having a personal phone call on my podcast. I'm going to take another phone call. No, there but your podcast is awesome. I love your podcast. Thank you for calling it. I'm like, I'm you like your call-in buddy. I'm glad. I'm your call-in you buddy. You're, I'm, thank you for letting me know you're okay. I love you. Susan. Bye. No, no, I love you back. She didn't say I love you back. I can't believe it. Uh, area code 617. Hello. Oh, my God. 617, Hello? thank you, for, uh, thank you for, for handling that. What's going on with you? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me all your stuff, girlfriend. This is this is Marcus. Marcus, do I know you? I used to call, I called in once before. I just want to chime in about what the, your girl CC was saying. Uh, basically, she's dealing with the fact that she has unlimited options, and it goes both ways in relationships, whether you're in LA or all over the world. It goes both ways. So committing to a dude or whatever it's unlimited options and you don't want to settle down i think she wants to settle now though but i think it's very uncomfortable for her yeah, she's in- go on. no that's all i was going to say I, th- I think that she's into the idea of it but she's so used to the not settling of the ballet and like going on castings and being a hot babe and you know what i mean like- i just I, I just left la i moved back east the other day and moved to a farm Wait, where do you live and how old are you? Uh, I'm 34 and I live in Boston now. Oh, yeah. We, okay, yeah. i got to look back at all my notes that I write down every every show. Yeah. Oh, God. Are you old old in notes. For my, little, my little notes about Marcus. So are you just chiming in for CC or are you going to tell us more stuff that you know? No, no, I'm chiming in. I, 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 and, and then I have a really uh, interesting question about females that, I, that yeah. I'd like to answer. But... And chiming in, yo. Know, by the way, L.A. is not the end of the world. And you can go and do anything you want to make yourself happy anywhere in the world. L.A., LA you can get sucked into a bubble. I love it. I lived in Venice Beach for a long time, and I loved it. But it's it, there's other things, and there's that. Yeah, if I... If I didn't know better. I would ask you to chime in on my my life situation, but I've I've been dealing with where's, where's all your, week. Where's, 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 no, where's your dude? He's up. He's up in Washington. He has a house in the middle of nowhere, and he's he's on the road. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, how often do you see him per month? Uh, I see him either two weeks a month, or this month I'll see him three days a month, and then October. I don't think he's touring. When you, when you kiss when you when you kiss him on the mouth, do you feel it? Does he mean it? Uh, do I feel it from him or do I feel it from me? Oh, both ways. Um, I don't know if I feel it from him anymore. I don't know. Let me think. Hold does on. He make, does he make you laugh? Um, not lately. 
That's the answer right there, then. No, it's just been difficult. I think it's a rough patch, but I love him and and uh, yeah. But and, I don't and, know. And, and like 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 was chiming in on as well. Unlimited options. I mean, people want to do everything for themselves first before settling down. I want to do the same. I just moved back to Boston. I'm doing my master's, and I'm hanging out with my mom and my sister who just had a baby. Right. I like that. But I want to settle down. I want to have kids. But I want to be confident in doing everything that I did to make myself happy before I jump into that relationship. You know? I totally agree. That That's why I feel like for two things about CC and about my situation. That's why I feel like for me, I've got to be really honest with myself. And before I start going, uh, I need to be pro honesty. Be pro honesty. You can't do anything else unless you're honest first. Exactly. And so I totally agree. And my thing is, uh, if I leave with my ego, I'm thinking, you know, he needs to move here. I need to win. I need to win. I need to get him here. You don't need but to win. Gonna... You both need to win together. I know. It's not. So when I'm honest with myself and I, and I realize that, I realize that, like, this serves me. Like, I've been given exactly what I need right now because I have so much stuff I need to do and I need to be alone when I write, and I, I like, you know, and whatever. Be honest I'm about that. Like, be honest about yeah. that. Yeah. I don't, I, I need to be alone. I no, want to do this. I don't even want to get into it too much because now it's just going to turn into this weird thing where people totally know what's going on in my life, and I've not made it clear no, enough. No, I, 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 didn't mean, I, didn't mean, I, didn't, I didn't mean to open it up. I'll tell you, I mean, I have a lady friend that's still in Los Angeles right now. I live in Boston, right? And mm-hmm. we're, we're awesome. We get along perfectly, Right? And she's rad, yeah. she's funny, she's brilliant. And we're both doing things for our lives right now, which can be very selfish. And it's very hard to do, but you have to be honest with yourself first and the other person second and say, listen, I'm doing this. Well, no, if, you but can my handle, thing is, if you can handle it. But, but, but my thing is, it's different from that. It's not like I'm not saying I can't be with somebody because I need to be alone. I'm completely available. I'm just I'm just trying to make the fact that I'm in a long-distance thing. I'm trying to be honest yeah. and say to myself, listen, if he needs extra time before he can fucking uproot his life, I, instead of me thinking, he's got to be here, he's got to be here, I've got to realize, well, that's okay. He can take that time because that time actually serves me. But I'm completely yeah, but, available. Like, I, I'm you got to understand, too, men, men are different, too. I mean, you can ask. Yeah, no, I'll, no I'll, I'll, I'll No, we, I mean, we have penises and, you know, things like that. But, like, you know, guys, you can ask me questions about dudes and I'll be completely honest. But guys are guys are a little different, especially touring musicians. You know, I don't know if you have rules, but, you know, rules? things like that. What do you talk? No, we're monogamous. I'm in a fucking monogamous relationship. That's what it is. Okay. That's it. Yeah, nice. those are the rules. That's the kind of relationship I'm in. That's the kind of relationship you want to be in. But I don't even want to talk about that anymore. Well, like, okay, well, let me I'm, ask now before we, before we go. Let me ask my question about female. So, question is, what's the easiest way to ask? So, like, basically, if a girl goes a few days without shaving, mm-hmm. armpits or whatever or whatever, what's the easiest way to be like, honey, might want to do it? Oh, God. Well, here's the thing. You say you don't have a girlfriend, so who are you saying this to? Some girl you're, like, casually hanging out with? Because that's going to be uncomfortable because you don't got, you guys don't have, like, the trust factor in the relationship to back up being able to 
to say something that harsh. So who is this oh, girl no, you're going to po- say it to? I'll, I'll point it out to my lady friend, but I'm trying to figure out the best way to, like, say, hey, you know. Wait, I mean, who I, is this I'm girl, pro- though? Who is this girl? <laughs> what, I thought we weren't getting personal. No, I'm not getting personal because it's, I'm you're I'm saying in general I'm saying in general. So, and then the other thing goes with, like, outfits. If a girl or a guy showed up, you know, and you're like, well, it doesn't really look good on you, you know? Hmm. I think that a woman saying that to a man, she's going to get away with it because it's going to be, like, annoyingly charming or girls can just get away with shit like that way more than a guy can because it's like, you can't tell a girl, you can't tell a girl that she's, like, fat, that her fucking, you know, Puss smells fucking weird, or whatever, or that she needs to shave and all this shit. Like, I would say, okay. I, I don't know about telling her smells weird because she can't okay, necessarily okay. smell her puss, but. All right, okay. Let me just say what the answer is. Like, if you don't like what she's wearing, I mean, if you're not in a relationship with her and you've not been going out with her for a while, and even if you have, I would just say, like, let her wear what she wants to wear if she wanted to wear it, and don't let her, like, just accept that she's wearing whatever she wants to wear. And that's what it is, and, like, decide if that's, like, a deal-breaker enough of a thing. Like, here's the thing. In my relationship, uh, I ask. You know what I mean? If somebody – I ask, and he asks. And we both go, like, he's like, do you like this? And, like, I'm honest because he asked me. And that's the difference. Like, if somebody asks you, they've opened up the, the gate for you to be honest. Now, if you want – and that's about clothes or anything. If you want this girl to, like, shave under her arms and, like, wax her privates or whatever, and I, I wish she just would. I don't know why she's not because, I mean, I do. Anyway, and I think all girls should, right. but it's, it's their prerogative. But if that's what you prefer and you guys are sleeping together and you're being sexy and you're being intimate, then I would say you need to do it in a really charming, light way where she's not exactly sure of what you mean, but you plant a seed in her head. And I would say you do that by – going, uh, hey, do you want me to, like, do you want me to, like, trim my, you know, should I trim? Like, I was thinking about trimming uh-huh. my, with, like, under, under, under our... there, you know? I'll yeah, you should start say, shaving you... it up. Okay, exactly. So why don't you say that to her and be like, hey, I was thinking about doing this thing. I think it would be kind of cool. Would you be into that? Like, do you ever get waxed and blah, blah, blah? Just quote exactly what I just said. Just just say, like, I was thinking about trimming this blah, blah, like, down, you know, tr- trimming myself and whatever, like, do you ever do it? It's like, or do you just, are you letting everything grow out? Or what do you, what do you have to, like, just yeah. ask it like it's a casual conversation and you're asking more for yourself. Okay? I think that's, I a, good, I think that's a great tactic. I understand. Yeah. And let me, let me just, because I'm sure there's, there's many people listening to you right now, but um, <laughs> I, I, I like to say this is that no matter where you live, no matter where you are in the life, you should wake up in the morning and smile the most. Just smile. That works. <laughs> Try that. Why do you say that? You know, I mean, try it. Like, people asked me, somebody asked me the other night, and they were like, what the fuck do you want? I, I mean, I'm doing my master's, I'm doing all of this stuff. And somebody was like, what do you really want to do? And I was like, what I really want to do is wake up in the morning and smile. And, and, and I was like, after that, the rest of it is nonsense. And if I'm doing that, I'm already ahead of the game. You know, and, and you, do have a, you, you do have a voice with women, with females. And they should know that. And they should know it's not about what their man says. It's not about any of that. It's about having self-confidence and smiling. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's so important that Cece has some kind of 
CC has a lot of things, and she has unlimited options, and that's what she was talking about. She's like, I'm, I have unlimited options. What should I do? And that's a hard thing. When I, like, I, I have unlimited options. So do you, right? Okay. And well, when you say unlimited options, well, when you say unlimited options, do you mean like that means you can wake up in the make... morning, you can make, you can wake up in the morning and make five phone calls and change your life. Really? What do you mean? I can't. Uh, I, yeah. How's that? Explain that. I'd really like to know how to do that. This is like uh, I'll share, uh, or, or, uh, I mean, uh, we can share Rolodexes, but think about the people you could call tomorrow and change your life. Hmm. I, I have good friends. You know, like I take care of my homies. So that's Marcus, what happens. Marcus, come to LA and save me. Marcus, come to LA. I, I was just. <laughs> I, I'm. I'll, I'll be there next week. I. I. I stay out in Compton. Uh, uh, I'll be in Be- I'll be in Venice on Abbott next week. Oh my God, I'm. Uh, I hang I hang I'm, I hang at the tasting kitchen. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. But what I was my hold on though. My my point is about going back to CC really quick. Aside from having unlimited options, and it's nice that you think that I have unlimited options, and I probably do. You absolutely or I, do. You know, whatever. You absolutely do. But I absolutely do. But the thing is, though, I also have self-imposed goals that I. And I, and I love that you. I love that you write them down. And and I and you I know. but I have these things that excite me and that make me like I'm very driven. And the thing about her is, you know, you don't have to have self-imposed goals because then then it's, it is very stressful. If I do wake up going, oh my god, I haven't I haven't completed oh. those things yet. I feel like a failure, but oh. I like self. I and then guess what? Your life, and your life can change that day. And those goals can be wiped off books. It's true. But yeah. don't you think Cece should come? I just that's what I just want for her. I want her to to. It's a scary thing if you, she's moving to Australia and she's staying with this guy. And what's the difference like, between upstate Washington and in Australia? I'm not moving to Washington. Why does everybody like? Do you see no, how no, there's no, nothing I, I, no, no, for me? I, I just moved to Boston. I just I live on a farm. I have a peacock and three chickens right now. Do you honestly? I can't even do this right now. Like for uh-huh. first of all, I already said. He's rarely there. Why? Why do I have to move to? Why do I have to move to upstate Washington or wherever he lives? Like, why? You, you, I don't. You don't. Exactly. Did he ask you to? No, and that's part of it. I, I, I like no, and I'm and I can't move there because I am rooted here. My career is here. I love my career. My family's here. Everything I do and everything I love doing and the money I make all in Los Angeles. And it could also be maybe and another and city. And if you're like, going to stay there, if you're going to stay there, and he loves you that much, then he'll come there. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I'm not going to move to some house in the middle of the woods. And I hate that every time, like I talk about this, and I think it's because it's like there's like a heat wave in LA, and I'm like getting all riled up or whatever. But yeah. other people will throw that in the mix, like when when they know that this is like very difficult for me in my relationship, they'll be like, "Well, why don't you just move up there?" When it's like, no, oh, that's not even. No. A possibility, and, and like that's so. I feel so disrespected because, like, oh yeah, you know what? The girls don't like when CC goes. Isn't this what girls do? They move to New York, or they no, move yeah, to Yeah, and, and I really I, I, that yeah. hurt. That hurt me when she said that. No, when she Sorry. said that, when she goes, isn't this what girls do? And to me, that's not what fucking girls do. You you know who you are. Here's what the, the what a girl should do. If you if you should know who you are, know what you want, know what matters to you, and then. And then follow that, and then act accordingly, yep. so that you can do that. And if that means that she wants, to, and, and Australia works for her, 
fucking awesome, great, be in Australia. For me, that absolutely does not work for going. Because I, cause yeah. I, no, because the goal, the goal for women, for all the girls listening, the goal is not what Cece said, and, and, and that's not what happens to women. We don't just no. end up. The goal like, is to wake 30. up in the morning and smile. And smile, smile and do what Marcus says. And, and no, no, absolutely. Marcus. You know, it, it's really not about that. It's it's making yourself happy, and you don't have to do what others do and dictate whatever. It's do the best for you. And what what Cece said that was correct is it's really hard to fall in love. It's really hard to find somebody on your own plane because there's so much that people can do nowadays to make themselves better and be great and do things, and the goals are out there. You know, I want to have kids. I want to have a family, but I want to do a lot of things before I do that. And I would expect my lady to do the same thing. Me too. And here's what I'm struggling with is I what I struggle with is like because we've been fight I've been fighting so much in my own relationship and I've been like, you know and you I shouldn't love fight him with anything. Like, shouldn't be fighting well, at all. I'm well the thing is though, it isn't but what I'm learning is you do fight even if you've been in relationships before, I'm sure you know, like it's it's beautiful when you first start dating, everything's great. Hard times mm-hmm. come up. Whether, whether they're from outside forces or, like, if it's a financial thing and people are struggling or there's, like, you get moody or even the girlfriend's PMSing or whatever, shit will come up and you're going to argue a little bit. Like, it's not always going to be perfect. And then it's how you deal with that and how you communicate with the other person yep. and and having the – and even wanting to deal with it and to get to the other side says a lot about what kind of relationship you're in. So, like, those are my the, those are the good Those are the good things. It's dealing with the mean? hard stuff. It's dealing with the hard stuff, you know? I mean, if you realize that she farts in her sleep, great. Oh, you know? my God. <laughs> that is the hard stuff. I don't want to. I don't, wanna, yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. But that's also the beautiful things that make humans <laughs> human. And if you if you love her that much, then, <laughs> then that's what's up. But, but let people be themselves. You know? Also, then another, another thing is, so then you have to ask yourself, because for me, if I've been struggling and thinking about stuff, and I'm sure he has too, and people who are getting out of relationships, because there's a girl called in earlier, Chloe, who's getting out of an eight-year relationship. When you're getting towards the end of something or when you're hitting a rough patch in your relationship, I think a question that comes up is, okay, I've heard that relationships can be tough sometimes, but how much fighting and how much work should the, how much work should it be? Like, and I, I've asked people, and then the, the answer is like, you know, well, if the bad outweighs the good, then you should get the fuck yep. out of the relationship. But if the good outweighs the bad, then you should stay, you know, fight for it. And then I also yep. think never, never go to bed fighting. Oh God! Well, it's hard when you're yep. long distance and you're just on the phone. And, and oh, I know. I've, I've gone through that as well. I've been on the phone and been like, oh, blah blah blah. And at the end of the day, I'm like, listen, I know this sucks, but you know. It's it's really frustrating. Like, you know, it's pretty frustrating when you, like, can't reach over and grab your girlfriend's boob. But, like, <laughs> like it's really tough in, like, some days. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to wake up in the morning, I'm going to smile, and then I'm going to call you, tell you a joke, you know? And, ooh, I mean, think about today in a digital age, how, how many relationships you have, the amount of people that you can talk to through Facebook, through Twitter, or whatever like that. Like, who really matters to you? Mm, you know, yeah. Unlimited, un, uh, once again, unlimited options, and you know, it's it's things like that. And then you know, you can make phone calls. I call my boys, my real homies, that I can call on the phone right now, and be like, 
ride or die shit. You know? Marcus, who up. are you? You're this you're this voice in the ether that I feel like I know and then and then Do you check I mean, your Facebook? Maybe I don't check my Facebook. Anyway, this is not okay, I don't want my boyfriend listening to this getting getting more anyway, upset when I'm trying to get check your Facebook. Check your Facebook. Okay. Marcus, thank you for giving us the guys the guys uh view on life or giving really good advice. It's turned into the Marcus show, and I've got to take my power back, God damn it. Okay, area code 858, but wasn't Marcus a delight? Um, Hello? Who is this? Yeah, hi, what's your name? Hi. How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, my name is Erica. I'm 18. I'm coming from San Diego. San Diego. you got to get out of there. i got to get you out of San Diego. What's happening oh, in San Diego, San Diego Erica? sucks a lot. Um, well, okay, so... Let's see, um, how do I start this? All right. Um, so there's this guy, and he he actually lives in L.A., and he's kind of a big deal. I'm not going to say his name because, like, I don't know. He's a photographer there, and I'm a photographer too. But um, I met him because I was mean? friends with him. Does this sound stupid? I sound stupid. But no, okay. No, this is Just hear me out, okay? Going. I sound really dumb, okay? Because no. I've talked to my family members and they think I'm really stupid, but all right. So there's this guy, and he takes pictures of this popular group, and, um, like, at first, he was, like, a celebrity crush, but then, like, I actually met him, and I, like, got his number and stuff, and, like, we started talking, and we're, like, really similar, but... I feel like he's so popular, I guess, that, like, I don't really have a chance. And so I don't know what to do. I don't know. So I'm Wait a minute. How old, is, how, old is this, how old is this photographer, and where does he live? He's he's 23, and he lives in L.A. 23 in L.A., Somewhere. and you're 18 in San Diego. Okay, and wh- and what do you guys talk about and where? On Facebook? No, we text. I text you, him. How did he get your number? Well, like, I met him a long time ago, maybe, like, a, two years ago at, like, a concert that he was taking pictures at. And then I um, I emailed him about, like, being an intern for photography because I was studying it in school. And then he had my number on there, and he texted me randomly one day, and, like, we started talking from there. This sounds so skeezy. I feel like I don't – I don't know how I feel about this. I don't feel good about I it know. you're so it's young. He met you, really he met you in, hold on, hold on. He met you when you were 16, and he was, like, 22. No, yeah. You said – hold on. Yeah, that's me, right. He, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he met you when you were 16. So he met you when you were 16 years old, and he was 22, and now he's 24, and you're 18, and he's been texting. How long have you guys been texting for? Like two he years didn't, or a he year? He didn't talk. He didn't start talking to me though until well, like I didn't email him after meeting him at that concert until I was 17, and then he didn't start talking to me until I was already 18. Like, on your 18th birthday? On your 18th birthday? 18, yeah. Yeah, no, on your no, 18th no, birthday, no. he, like, Facebook messaged you? <laughs> no, no, not like that, not like that. I'm like, it was, like, after I had already turned 18. Okay, then so what's up with the internship? Okay, what's up with the internship? The internship, he told me that he wasn't really, 
he didn't think that he was that big of a deal yet, that he would need an intern, and he didn't want me doing stupid jobs for him. And so he he said that he didn't need me for an internship. So what do you guys have you ever been on a phone call together? No. Um, have it's, you ever met it's in person? Weird. Okay, we talk. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have a couple times. Where? But not like, not like it's never like just me and him. It's always with like other friends and stuff. Yeah, but where did you guys meet? What did you guys do? And were you 18? And what did you guys all do? And did you guys make I out? <laughs> no, no. No, we didn't make out. It's just like this weird crush that I have. And it's like the reason I have a crush on him is because we're so similar. And he sends me like random pictures during the day like of like the food he's eating or like he'll just randomly send me something or I'll randomly send him something throughout the day. And it's not like it's not like it's that big of a deal. Like, we're not, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like we've ever been close enough in person to, like, make out or anything. But it's, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, a weird thing. But I don't know what to do because I feel stupid having a crush on someone because, like, I've never really had a not saying I've never had a crush but like uh it's like I don't know I don't know I'm so confused I'm confused with the whole deal that's okay. why I'm calling you because I don't know what to Erica do. Erica here's what I think I think yeah. a few things <laughs> I think that it's okay on the one hand it's so awesome that you have a crush on a guy and you're like Oh my God! And something about him makes you feel understood. Like you, you feel less alone because, like, this guy that you look up to, that is cute, that's cool, who's paying attention to you, um, like that—that's awesome. Like that, that makes your heart beat faster. You probably get really excited when he texts you and he puts his attention on you, and you're like, Oh my God, so fucking cool! Ah! Like that is amazing. Like that is the best feeling in the world. And every girl and every guy can relate to that feeling, especially girls, though, especially teenage girls. You know, I did that with a guy and I had a crush on in junior high school. I, he, he was a year older than me, graduated junior high school, and I, I, I would think about him every day. Every day I was in eighth grade and I would think, God, when is Andrew going to come? Like, I got I miss Andrew, I miss Andrew. But he graduated, and one day I opened up the door to the office, the main office, and Andrew was standing there, and he was, like, really tall, and he had orange hair, or he was, like, a redhead, and I love redheads, and I've always loved Conan O'Brien or whatever. Anyway... And I just couldn't believe it. It was so exciting. And he, like, talked to me and it was the best. Anyway, so that's neither here nor there. The point is you're ecstatic. You're experiencing young love. It's like fucking fireworks. It's the best thing in the world. Great. On the other hand, the dude is 24. You're 18. He he started, you know, you met him when you were 16. He's, a like, an L.A. band or party photographer in Los Angeles or whatever he is. He's, like, an L.A. band photographer. And he's older than you, and it's this weird, ambiguous thing where it's like, it seems like he's not having a crush on you, or he's trying to be safe about it and protect you and be like a friend because he's having you hang out with him in group settings, and and he doesn't want you to intern for him because he's probably right, he's probably not that big of a deal, or he doesn't need any help, and at at least he's not just trying to make you hang out and give him a back rub and get him coffee or whatever, but anyway even though I'm sure you, you wouldn't mind doing that. But here's the thing. 
I don't know what's going to happen. That's the thing. Like, you're 18 now. If you guys end up making out, that's okay. And that, <laughs> that could happen. That could happen, and that's awesome. But you also sound, like, really adorable and, like, young and sweet and naive. And not naive, but, like, you know, you're young. That's great. So, and also you're in San Diego and he's in L.A. Like, I don't know how often you guys see each other. But there's no clarity here because what you're telling me is as much as you know, it seems like. And and yeah. And it seems like it seems like you, you don't know. It's so ambiguous. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. And I know that feeling. I know that feeling because that's the fucking feeling that I'll have to experience when I'm single again. Actually that's not true. I'm I'm really clear. I'm I'm older than you. But anyway, like when you're in the when you're like living in the unknown and you have a crush on someone, it's like the same at any age pretty much where you're like, Huh, I wonder if they like me but it, get, it does get old, different after you've had sex with a few people and um, you're a better communicator. I mean, yeah. God, you can always you can always ask. Here's the thing: ninety percent of me wants wants me to tell you, you know, what your parents would say, which is probably like, stay away from him. He sounds like a weird LA loser party photographer creep guy. Like, you, here's what this, and he's, that's what ninety. He's all like creepy, but I just yeah. I know, but he sounds like is what is the cobra snake? You probably like know who he is. I just I is he the cobra snake? Is he Mark? No, 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 no. It's not him. It's not him. Okay, what is it? Who is this guy? Don't tell me. Who is it? I can't tell you. I'm not gonna say because there's probably so many people that know him. Okay, don't tell me. But here, I'm gonna tell you something that's so valuable. Okay, well you can always email me. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm just gonna tell you. No, don't. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Email me. E- email me. Okay, I'll you email don't even know, you. If you don't even know not to tell me on some podcast called Boy Crazy Radio his name, like you shouldn't be trying <laughs> to date this dude because things it just seems like it's all too topsy turvy. Here's what here's well, what I, I think. Just, I never know. I never know. Okay. Here's okay. what I think. I think this is so important for girls to hear this because it took me a really long time to realize this, and I think I only realized this really maybe in the last year, but whatever. I'm, I'm sitting, I'm getting off my chair, and I'm going to lay down on the ground. And when I, when I say this, I need to get, I need to, I'm saying I'm passing out because it's really hot. I'm wearing American Apparel high-waisted short shorts. They're black. They're pretty, they're pretty cool. And a, an American Apparel, uh, like, heather gray crop top. And they're not even paying me to say that. I bought these myself, <laughs> I think. But that's what I'm wearing. I just want to create the visual. So now I'm laying down on the ground on a hardwood floor. And here's what I'm going to tell you. This is important. Every girl, listen, okay? Girls, are you listening? Be the guy that you want to date. And what I mean by that is for so long I fell in love with directors or drummers or musicians or filmmakers or whatever, like, and I got fascinated by by men who did these things. Like, and it turns out they do things that I want to do turns out I love playing drums. I'm not great at it, but I realized that I fucking gravitated towards drummers because I wanted to play drums. I want to make music. I like making music. All right? But I would just fucking have sex with the drummer of a band. You know what I mean? Like, I would date the guy and I, instead of just me, you know, taking drum lessons. I mean, sure, it's great to have sex with a drummer. They've got amazing rhythm, tons of stamina, and if they're in a cool band, that just adds to the, uh, the fucking cool vibe anyway but then also you know it's cool to date a director or whatever but then I realized oh I want to make movies or I want to make a movie 
and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I want to challenge myself and I want to, I, I, I'm attracted to that person because they're doing this thing that is totally interesting to me that I'm terrified to do. And so I put them on a pedestal because they're doing this interesting thing. Now that might mean nothing to you, but for me, that was a, uh, a major moment for me because when I hear you saying that you take photos and you have a crush on this guy, yeah. I don't know about this dude. I don't know about this dude. He could be he could be amazing and he could be the love of your life and you could have an amazing experience and blah 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 and lose your virginity to him and he could be your best friend and you could have an amazing story for when you're older about the the guy that you, this guy, whatever. But it sounds to me like you take photos and you love taking photos and you're a photographer. And never say you're, you're an aspiring photographer. That word is horrible. I don't know why people say that. I'm an aspiring actor. I'm an aspiring photographer. Fuck you. Just That's such a loser <laughs> term. Just say you're a photographer, okay, and then take photos. You know, when people are like, I'm an aspiring writer, shut up. How about just write? You're a writer. Why, why do you have to, like, downplay yourself and, like, embarrass yourself with how little you think of yourself? So here's the deal. Put that dude on pause for a second, realize and take a moment to think that he, he's either protecting you from him because he's too old for you or, you know, and, or you're, you're too young for him. And what you should focus on is taking lots of photos and maybe if you want to talk to him and hang out, get something out of it. I'm not saying you need to get stuff out of relationships. You don't have to get stuff from men. You don't have to have them pay for your dinner all the time. <laughs> You don't have to, like, get stuff from men, but you could have a nice learning experience friendship with this person where you bring your photos to the table and you get his – and you look up to him, so get his feedback. Then that, that, that'll that develop a deeper relationship with him, and you'll 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 have your attention on something that's, that's more important, and that is you and your talent and nourishing your talent and nurturing it and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And then you can still – and then you can talk to him about it as opposed to – being all like, oh, like a blubbering, like love giddy fool with nothing really to say other than the fact that you just want, the, 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 other than the fact that you just want to be near him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes. I don't know if that completely answered your question, but like, just start taking tons of photos. Start getting his opinion on them. Maybe one time, if you ever hang out and you're one on one, make sure you're wearing cute undies. Uh, that your vagina is soft <laughs> and not totally overgrown. Um, have condoms with you. Tell him you think he's cute, flirt with him, and make out if you want to. But uh, I don't know. My intuition tells me that he's he's kind of like a, a Lothario, a ladies' man, a slut, a male slut. Yeah, oh, my gosh. That's, that's what I've always been thinking because, like, that, I have a cousin who's his age, and he's been talking with me about it, and he was like, well, he probably has a bunch of other girls that he's talking to at the same time. And I was like, well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he gives anyone else, like, attention because, like, I don't know. But I, that, it makes sense that, that he probably just has a bunch of girls that he's talking to, too. But at the same time, I don't even know. He might not have other girls. That's why it's just so confusing. Just oh, don't here's know. the thing. You're, you're so much – but here's the thing. You live in San Diego. He lives in Los Angeles. You're so much – and we're not so much, but you are so much younger than him. He's, like – 24 and 18, I mean, God, I I was 15 when I did a 19-year-old. Hold on, let me get this to 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, so much around the same. Okay, whatever, but here's the deal. Here's the He's deal. 23, and I turned 19 okay. in uh, October. <laughs> okay, so 
okay, so I've done that. <laughs> Not that I've... Also, I lost, I lost everything to me at 15 to a 19-year-old and whatever. And I always dated guys who were like four years older than me. But the point is, take your photos. We don't know anything about this guy, really. I mean, I don't. I don't know if he's talking to other girls. Maybe he's in love with you. Maybe he thinks you're great. Maybe can I tell you? What? Should I just tell you? Should I just tell yeah. you who he is? No! Okay. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you just, just email me. Email me at BoyCrazyAlexi right now or Facebook me. But email me, just email me at BoyCrazyAlexi at gmail.com, and, and, and then I'll, I'll privately email you back, okay? Don't say his name on, on the thing, because then if he hears this, It'll be really lame. Or if anybody he knows hears it, it'll be totally embarrassing, okay? Yeah, okay. Okay. I look forward <laughs> to reading your email with the name. And, yeah, I would never let one of my new pretend fictitious uh, baby sisters, um, you know, fuck themselves over by saying some dude's name just for my <laughs> personal enjoyment. Okay? So email me, and I'll talk to you later. And just take care of yourself and focus on taking photos, even though it's so fun to think about boys, because that's just what we do, Right? That's what we do. We think about boys, and then we get older, and we end up moving to Australia for them or moving to their house in the middle of nowhere and giving up our careers and lives and goals and dreams because that's what we do. Just kidding. That's not what we do. God damn it. Anyway. Uh, okay, I'm going to take this phone call, too. Oh, God. What does it all mean, guys? What call is this? Hello? You're on Boy Crazy Radio. Tell me everything. Hello? Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from, mister? Okay, it's me, I guess, right? Yeah, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name's Joe. My age is irrelevant, and I'm calling from Montana. So what I want to know... I like your style. Okay. What I want to know from you, since you're giving dating advice, is this very general, ubiquitous type of question I'm going to offer to see how you answer it. Now... What do you think a woman should do in America in order to make sure that once she gets into a committed relationship, that the relationship, as much as possible, will remain healthy and satisfying to both her and her uh, and her boyfriend? So you're asking me. So you're asking me what I think a woman should do to keep her on a daily basis to keep her relationship healthy and happy. There you go. First of all, there you go, and, okay, your whole tone sounds like you're, you're first of all, you're testing me, which is, which is you know, whatever whatever you want it to be. Okay, you're testing me. If you me, want me to hang up, like it's not a problem. You have a dating advice show. I'm just calling to get the advice. If you don't want me to ask the question, I'll hang up. Say it now. Uh, oh, my God. Your attitude is so horrible. Yes, you should have sex with the guy every day. But if that were you, that would be a bummer. So that's why you're probably alone and single. But you sound like uh, you're you want to be an asshole, Wait. no problem. I'm asking a legitimate I am, question. I am an asshole because your whole tone of voice and the whole vibe I get from you is you're like, you're, you call in, you're testing me, you sound like a total woman hater and a total misogynist, and the whole tone of voice, your age is irrelevant, blah, blah. Yeah, it is irrelevant. You're, the whole vibe you're giving, yeah, the girl should want to have sex with her boyfriend or her husband. You know, they should laugh together. They should uh, talk to each other. They should want to make each other's lives better. They should be interested in each other's lives. They should kiss each other. They should uh, blah, blah, blah. They should both, I don't know what the fuck they should do. I, I say that the core of it is sex. But on a side note of a side note, ask yourself if your tone of voice, if that carries into other relationships in your life and other people you meet on a daily basis. And if you're single or you notice that you don't have 
uh, long-lasting friendships or you tend to get in arguments with people really easily or you get mad really easily. Think about that. Because I feel like that's something that happens and, and shows up in your life a lot where you, where you don't get along with people easily and you're constantly annoyed with people. And I've only met you for about that. I know you've called before. But your tone of voice, man, Jesus Christ. What's happening in Montana? Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, I'm experiencing a heat wave. I know I can be a little bit short-tempered, and I'm going to, you know, whatever. Anyway, but that guy. Anyway, all right. I'm going to take an email question from Amy. Oh, let me see my tweets. I'm checking in with tweets. All right. Um, and I'm boy crazy. My Acme Studios jeans are so tight, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, because earlier in the show, I said that uh, by the end of by the end of tonight's show, because LA is experiencing an insane heat wave and everybody's dying, especially uh, people like me who are in studios with no air conditioning, I was saying that hopefully I'll lose eight pounds by the end of the show so I can fit into my acne jeans. Oh, God, they are. Acne jeans are very tight, but they're worth it. They make your butt look cute, maybe, I think. Anyway, all right, that's neither here nor there. We're going to the emails. From Amy, would you ever date a guy who has been living with his ex-girlfriend? Oh, God, Amy! Don't even get me started. I feel horrible for the guy that I'm dating. That he has to, hopefully, I don't want him to listen to tonight's show because there's too much, uh, too much venting and processing of my own issues with him. But I can relate to this because in this very relationship that I'm in, I, uh, I had to have patience because he lived in his house with his ex-girlfriend and it took her seven months to move out of his house. And it was, it was the, one of the most infuriating, annoying, out-of-control feelings I've ever experienced because I'm, it's already a long-distance relationship. Um, he would sleep on the couch, and I believe him, when he was at his house and she was sleeping in the bedroom. Or she would be gone, or he would be in Los Angeles with me, and then she would be watching the house and have to call when the alarm went off or whatever. Anyway, and there was nothing I could do because his relationships overlapped or, you know, or one was ending while a new one was beginning and she had to get her shit together and figure something out and it was a very bizarre adult situation to be in. I would prefer it didn't happen like that because it ended up for me having to wait for seven months, which is crazy, a crazy amount of time insane, okay? If I broke up with somebody, even if we had animals together or whatever, I have so much pride and I make my own living and that's why I'm telling Cece and all girls, always make your own money, always have your own safety net so you never have to rely on a guy. And in this situation, he paid for everything and she was moving slow because she probably was pissed and they did have animals together, but it took her fucking seven months to get out of that house and I never knew when she was there, really. He didn't want to talk about it. He knew it made me mad. And, you know, I had, it was just, it was the worst feeling in the world. So I wish you had called in tonight, Amy, to tell me. Um, God. I mean, at least she left. This girl in my situation left. Is the guy that you're dating roommates with his ex-girlfriend and it's just like that? And it's not going to change? Because I need to get details. So, Amy, please call into the show next week. Because I want to know if you're dating a guy who's, like, just roommates. Like, this sounds like some horrible premise of, a, of like, some, like, TV show that I don't want to watch. Maybe I should write that show. But, yeah, that's, 
that's a lot to deal with. Um, yeah, it's painful. I hope that answers your question. But then the other thing is, too, it's not all black and white. And then you have to go, well, do I trust that, like, do, you have to ask yourself, do I trust the guy that I'm dating? Do I trust that he's not still having sex or still in love with his ex-girlfriend? In my case, you know, I do. I did. I, I, I did trust him. I do trust him. It was a sloppy situation. When two people live together and have been together for a long time and their relationship's ending, um, and some people move at different speeds as well. Like, I move very fast. The dude I'm dating moves and processes things in, in a much slower way. I don't know his ex-girlfriend, but, you know, that's a fucking difficult situation to be in. There are more details to it that I'm not even going to get into. But, like, I trusted that the end result, I trusted the fact that I wanted to be with him, and I, I trusted the fact that she was going to eventually leave. I had faith, even though at times I felt like my stomach was eating itself. In time, my, it's, oh, God, when you love somebody and you know their ex-girlfriend's there, it's a, it's a horrible feeling because you feel jealous and you have to, like, be adult and you got to trust them. It's like, it sucks to have to put the new person through that. It's just sloppy. You should end, that's why everybody should just end their shit first, ideally, you know, before they get into a new thing. Because, first of all, people do need time to be alone and grieve and recover and learn how to be on their own after a serious relationship that has ended. That's probably the healthier option. And then, yeah, then in a way, it's like it's unfair you're inviting a new person into all your old baggage and drama. And that actually did affect my feelings because I feel like I had a lot of patience, you know, and a lot of it was eaten away and waiting for her to leave and then to have patience and, like, waiting for my long-distance relationship to potentially end up in Los Angeles with me. That requires a lot of patience also. So I feel like this is some weird test I've been given by the universe because uh, I've been told over and over again by fucking, like, uh, by therapists and shamans and tarot card readers and friends and uh, astrology and blah, 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 that, like, as an Aquarius, my le- my lesson in this lifetime is to learn patience or something. And uh, I really feel, I really feel like I'm uh, I'm having to address that in this relationship. But fuck, did it scar me and eat away at my insides and build up resentment and uh, do a bit of damage, actually. Anyway, hope that helps, Amy. All right, I'm going to get to another um, big sister question that was sent to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. All right, this is from Julia. Holy shit, there's a lot of stuff here. All right, Julia says, her name's Julia. Julia, okay. Hello, Alexi, my name is Julia. I'm 22 and in the midst of a very awkward dating situation. I recently graduated and moved to New York, where I've already had my fair share of dating disasters, not to mention the fact that basically all of my romantic endeavors this past year or so have been disasters, and I've been trying to be on guard and protect myself from getting hurt again. I have been single for a year after dating a pretty awful, emotionally abusive boyfriend. I was fairly promiscuous in college and lately had been trying to wait to have sex with someone I actually care about. And this is so dumb and superstitious, but the next person I was going to have sex with would be number 13, and, like, maybe that would be a good guy. But, of course, I live in New York, and everyone here uses Tinder. So I've been on it since I got here because it seems like a pretty good way to casually meet new people, and I'm shy, and blah, 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 blah. 
So I went on some dates with some dudes that I really wasn't into, and nothing ever happened with any of them, really, at all, until this past weekend. So I've been talking to this really hot, interesting guy for a few days, and we had been getting along, so we agreed to finally meet up. I guess the situation was sort of weird to begin with, though, because it was a Friday night. We had both been out drinking with friends, and when we finally met up, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, so definitely a booty call territory situation. And I kind of just assumed that this would be a one-night stand kind of thing. So basically, we took a a walk around my neighborhood and soon after went back to my place and had sex. It was really fun, and then after, we ate food in my bed and fell asleep cuddling and watching a movie. When we got up in the morning, we had sex again and then fell back asleep. A few hours later, he started getting up to leave, which woke me up, and he said something like he was going to try to sneak out not to wake me and then kind of hastily kissed me goodbye and said he'd call me, which is just like such a thing, uh, which is just like such a thing that people say. So I didn't really know if he meant it or not, but whatever. What I'm realizing is that I'm really bad at reading situations, and this is how we get to the super awkward part of this whole super lame situation. I texted him later that night saying that I had fun and wanted to see him again. I was drunk at this party when I did it, and then looked back on it the next morning and felt like what I wrote was super lame, and he did not respond. So I waited for the rest of the day, and then went back on Tinder and saw that he, that he had unmatched me. Oh, my God. I was pretty pissed off, especially since I realized later that day that we didn't use a condom. Oh, my God. And the whole thing um, just seemed super skeevy and gross, like he was just trying to fuck me and never talk to me again and maybe doing the same thing to other girls. I was so sad because we had a nice time together. I thought, here's where I did something really awful and stupid and impulsive and dumb, which is not like me at all. I texted him and told him I thought he was a fucking asshole. He responded immediately. We got into this whole conversation, and it turns out he didn't unmatch me. He deleted his Tinder because he had such a good time with me and wanted to see me again, and he doesn't go around just fucking random girls. And then I reacted so strongly, and that I reacted so strongly really freaked him out. Fuck, I felt so awful. I initially tried to explain my reaction, but then just realized, that I am the fucking asshole. I slept on it and sent him a text message in the morning apologizing. What I realized is that I was kind of reacting to the situation and that while he, we had been drinking and, and don't really know each other, I jumped to the worst conclusion, even though it wasn't true. I told him this and that I truly do not think he's an asshole. I actually like him a lot and think the way he reacted to me was really mature. I said I wanted to make it up to him and suggested we do something later that week during the day, like take a walk or get coffee or something, and to get to know each other if he was interested. I did that Monday morning, and now it's Wednesday, and I haven't heard anything back. I feel so awful and really do want to see him again, but I don't know if the situation is past the point of redemption. Help me, Alexi. Oh, my God. Oh, I see that you have your number here. I can actually call you. Well, Julia, I think... I think you just have to let it go. I think all you can do now is nothing. And there are a few things to take away from this. First of all, always have protected sex. Second of all, don't have sex so fast. Third, don't meet up for a first date with a guy at 2 in the morning. Fourth, 
don't go on the weird spirals on the internet, and that includes Tinder, and then make snap decisions and then react to them by sending uh, text messages as if, as if you're the dude's girlfriend and that are accusatory and upset because um, people don't like that in general. And even if you are upset, I know this is so hard because I totally don't take my own advice when it comes to like when I'm in a relationship because I feel safe enough to act like a crazy person. But in this situation, you don't even know the guy. You've already had sex with him. You had a very intimate situation with him. But you still had only met him in person one time. So to text him, even though he maybe, maybe he was being shady, I don't even know if I trust his answer. Now you've given him the perfect excuse to never... So he's totally justified in never co- contacting you again. So what you need to do to to save face and to be cool and to give this any chance you can, you can possibly have, but also just assume he's never going to contact you again because that, that might just make it a lot less difficult because then you won't be, like, constantly looking at your phone. Um, just, oh, my God, I don't even know what my fucking point was. Oh, yeah, do nothing. Just let it go. you got to breathe. Do nothing. Even if he was being a dick, you always have to just pretend you're so busy. You're fucking traveling around the globe. In your head, you should think, you know, give the impression you're traveling around the globe, doing a million things. It's amazing this guy even had the, the lucky opportunity to intersect with your vagina. You know what I mean? Like, just sit back. Do nothing. Because I think women, like, for sure me, women in relationships, with men are so different. Obviously, we know this. I haven't read the book, Women Are From Mars, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I haven't, but maybe I will. Anyway, we are like, blah, 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 I'm going to communicate, 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 like, like I'm doing tonight where I just won't shut the fuck up about stuff. But men, most men hate confrontation. They hate it. I know my boyfriend does. And what do I do? Instead of going the route to get the result that I want, which is, be cool, back off, get along, be nice, be busy, leave them alone, take a step back, um, chill, or whatever they say. Because uh, that would get the guy to come out of his shell, that'll, that brings people closer to you. Have you ever noticed that the people at the party who are leaning back and not saying much and, like, you know, relax, that those are the people that people usually gravitate to as opposed to the people who are, like, leaning in and really want to be liked and, oh, what's going on? You know, I, I need to have clarity. I want clarity. Like, know for sure that I act like the person, you know, I lean in and I want to know and tell me to stop and blah, blah, blah. I do that in my relationships. And the, and it does not get me what I'm going for. I want to be loved. I want the guy to like me. I want him to love me the best way he can and, and want to be with me. And, the, and that attitude just fucking scares the dude away especially in your case where it's a dude who he already had unprotected sex with you. He, you guys don't know each other. You don't owe each other anything. And then you just showed him like the ugliest side of yourself. So now you need to try to fix it or at least calm yourself down by fucking chilling out. I hate that phrase, chilling out, but I just said it. Leaning back, doing nothing, stay busy, delete his number, or just have the fucking self-control not to call him, text him, Facebook him, tweet him, like a photo on Instagram, direct message him on Instagram, direct message him on Twitter, Facebook message him. Don't do a goddamn thing. Stay busy, masturbate, don't masturbate, go to your gynecologist, um, like get your vagina checked, I'm worried. 
okay? Like, you know what I mean? And then call me next week. Or if I don't hear from you next week, now I know I have your number, and I'll call you next week. Anyway, oh, that was a lot. That was pretty heavy. Um, God, what a good story. Julia, thank you for sending me that story. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up the show because uh, we've been on, I've been on for nearly two hours, and I've got to open a window and uh, dive into a swimming pool. Um, actually, maybe I'll take a few more calls. I have a 201 number calling in. 201? <laughs> Hello. How's everybody doing tonight? This is uh, oh, no. Randy Bath calling in from Hackensack, New Jersey, and I'm just happy to be here. How's everybody doing? We're good. We're all good. I'm going to put you on hold really quick. I actually do have to wrap up the show because I don't know what's happening, and I think that I will have an emotional breakdown if I just start getting a bevy of crank phone calls that usually roll in right around this time, and I've got to wrap, wrap up the show in three minutes anyway. So I'm going to say if anybody's calling in and you want to call back uh, so we can actually have a chat, call me next week, next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, just go to boycrazyradio.com at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wednesday, and you'll catch the live show and dial the number 646-378-0649. Put that number in your smartphone so you can call me from wherever you are. You can always get updates and figure out what else is going on uh, by going to my uh, main website, which is imboycrazy.com. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at imboycrazy. You can always subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes, and you can always send me an email whether it's a question or a thought or a concern or a comment or whatever the fuck it is you want to say, send um, I me an email to boycrazyalexi uh, boy at gmail.com. And if you need advice, write big sis in the headline or in the subject line. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I have so many other things I want to tell you about and so many other thoughts and feelings, but I'll have to save all that for another day. And, uh, yeah, well, you guys, I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by the reward card requires online registration.